final time of this campaign. Alex, are you recording? You sure bet I am. Garrett, are you recording? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Ian, are you recording? I am recording. Matthew, are you recording? I am recording. And Megan, are you recording? I am recording. But Sam, are you recording? I am recording. We've never asked you that. All you have asked multiple times. I've never asked you that. Never. DDB first. <laughs> first time. DDB history. It took 111 episodes. The end of the entire campaign. It turns out Sam has not been recording the entire, entire time. time. <laughs> I just live edit every episode he before it goes out. He just projects his consciousness yeah. onto the, onto the uh, recording Just all of us. Exactly. This this show is not scripted except for Sam. Yes. <laughs> Sam just really wants to say the funnier joke, so he, he refuses to record <laughs> it. He just yeah. edits <laughs> he edits it so that he sounds smart and the rest of us are just idiots screwing around. Before we continue riffing, let's do our clap sync. Oh yeah, right. Do this live. Okay. Uh, live coming at you live from my office in my house. Three, two, one, clap! That's good. Hi guys. Oh. Hi Sam. Um, I'm leaving all of that in, by the way. Yeah, yeah you better. Yeah. I, I am. I'm. I'm gonna definitely be editing. You shut up. <laughs> so mean. I am in the middle don't talk of to Matthew like that, Sam. Sam, I can't, I can't believe you <laughs> yell at us on the final episode. Jeez, we just want to try to. Ask I can't believe we're being verbally abused. All his frustration <laughs> at us finally came the out. Last episode. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little upset about that crystal dragon, huh? Bodied his bus. Uh, no, that that guy was pathetic. He was a CR-14, okay? He was meant to be pathetic because you're supposed to take longer to fight the Shining Children and have to go to round two with him. Mm, mm -hmm. But, like... Saber dies when they work. They make things much faster. Yes. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, you know, when Emerald Spire was written... Not all the buffs and things we had. No, it's most of them were. Most of them were actually Emerald Sp Emerald Spire or Spire came out pretty late. Twenty sixteen. Everyone, yeah, is causing problems. And I got a phone call from my wife. Topper is barking. You guys are saying I've been abusing you. Yes, hey, you just yelled at Matthew. <laughs> yeah, oh dude. <laughs> I still don't know how you figured out that I bark at, at birds. I don't know. Hi guys. Yeah, the uh, the the vault builder is uh, a CR twenty mythic rank eight. Yeah. So we weren't gonna fight one of those. Yeah, that's, he would have killed us. That's what. We uh, well, fought. I mean, the viridium golem would have killed you. Its base two hit is plus thirty eight. Those things. Yeah. I mean, high high CR golem. Hey, he could. Nasty. Hey, he could miss me to potentially. He could technically miss me too. Not likely. Oh, and also all of its attacks deal 4d6 bleed on top of giving you leprosy. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Oh, that, yeah. That's I mean, you I have a cleric that can just heal my, that off. My AC full buffed is 45, so he could miss me. <laughs> I actually, I found out my uh, sheet hadn't been right for a while for what my AC was. So my final AC is actually 57 fully buffed. Oh Jesus um, Christ! With well, I have transformation on right now, so like that that helps. But like, yeah. that's thing. crazy. Yeah, there's there's 19 points of natural armor. Also, uh, one thing I I, I uh, just a random anecdote. I found out something while browsing RPG horror stories in our break. You here. love that Reddit thread. <laughs> yeah, I like to uh, I like to find the ones where the OP is actually that guy without realizing it. Um, 
But anyways, uh, that aside, I found out there are apparent. There's apparently a roll twenty exploit because of how they do their rolls, where you can intercept it uh, from the server before it pushes it to the client and change your roll. Uh, and there's yeah, a story so about just, someone doing that. You can hack their no random number generators. So Literally, that's, yes. That's so funny. Yeah, it's uh, it, their their script is so poorly designed with like some easy software. You can apparently intercept it before it pushes the role to client and alter what it pushes to the client for everybody. That's absurd. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's an RPG horror story about doing that. And this is where I said, you know, I've been doing that all, all for the entire podcast, Sam. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's yeah, why yeah, my yeah. roles are so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you haven't been using it to help listen, you. You've listen, we, we, like we said in the preamble, this has all been scripted the whole time. <laughs> exactly. Garrett's been intercepting it so the Roll20 log shows it. Mm -hmm. Garrett, you'll get like your check in the mail for fixing all the rolls later. Yeah. And by I, I that, I mean, like it would just give you another six pack of beer. Sam, Sam would literally. Yeah, Sam would literally send me, here are going to be the rolls for this session for everybody. And then I would just. <laughs> I, I would just uh, it's, a, it's another week with Alex not rolling above a five. Yeah. Okay. yeah How I, weird. He, he wanted to keep a consistent theme of that. Yeah, I I get it. Got to get those running. And then jokes. when Pelta died, it's like okay, Pelta died. I kind of want to keep this on just Pelta. Let's let Isaiah be successful. But then when Pelta comes back, we're doing it again. We're doing it again, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then the real cold open, not just this, revealing all the scripting. We're not just gonna dump on Sam Mark. Here's what I actually did want to ask you guys from the final cold open of the Emerald Spire Super Dungeon Dungeon Dive Bar campaign. What'd you guys think of the Spire? I dug it. It was good. I kind of wish you guys used the Spire transport tokens and ended up in uncompromising locations more. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I always wanted to use them, to be I fair. I like them I as, a, as a get-around mechanic. Though. As a fast travel, but not a yeah. transport. Yeah. I, I like them. I was... Yeah, it was just hard to justify using them a lot. I had fun running it. I... So, I want to... I'll tell you guys, I tried running this in 2019. I had what is, or 2018 actually. I was going to run this for a group, and that's why I had all the stuff like already ready to go and just had to import it into Roll20. Mm -hmm. But one, none of them knew anything about the world lore. So, like, none of them, when I asked like <laughs> the, the, any of the Hell Knight stuff, they were like, What's a Hell Knight? And I was like, Yeah, it doesn't land as well. Two, two of them never built characters. Oof. Oh, that's the fucking worst. So I was like, "All right, we're gonna. You guys good to play?" And like, we had picked the day to play and everything. It's like, "All right, we got a. a we're a week out. Did you guys, you guys ready?" And then I times like, "I didn't get characters." And he's like, "Oh, I didn't build mine yet." Okay. He's like, "Are these like people you know IRL?" Not anymore. Okay. Uh, no. Hey, you uh, one don't only, build them anymore? Are they dead? I. Yeah. No. I have them. chosen to cut contact with some of them on grounds of. I cannot stand them. Sam, uh, I absolutely feel you though on that. On like people just not doing it. There's there's a person I'm still good friends with, but I absolutely will not run anything tabletop RPG for him. He asks me all the time, and I just refuse because he's done that shit every single time. He it's says he wants to play, and then he won't make a character, or he if he does, he won't read the rules or anything. So I'm just like I'm I'm just not gonna play with you anymore. Great guy, uh, but not to play tabletop RPGs with. Also, yeah. Also, um, keeping in theme of me not thinking ahead, two of the players were named Joe. Mm, that ah. stuff was does get in the way. Uh, the writer Joe was one of them, and he actually was the one that was one that built his character. He was gonna play a swashbuckler. It's not quite as bad, but I have so many games with Bob and Rob in them, and that gets annoying. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, but at least Bob and Rob both know the fucking rules of Pathfinder. Yeah, I mean, yes, I just mean from like a who the fuck am I talking to perspective. Yeah, I have a game with uh, I have a game with me and Owen. I have an Ian and Owen game. That's we, uh, I, I've started just saying Ob and hoping the right one answers. <laughs> <laughs> That's also why I started like being very like I am talking to you as a in your character, so in enunciating the th in Gareth. But I do want to kind of skip ahead a little bit because I want to share what I'm drinking apropos of nothing. Because it is very important that I share this drink. Because what it is, is a fan-made drink. Ooh. For the finale, I made friend of the show and Cold Iron Chef Wraith's Emerald Spire Cocktail. Nice. How is it? It's really good. Good. It definitely tastes like a guy who can't drink gin wanted to make something that tasted like gin drink. Because <laughs> it involves uh -huh. elderflower vodka. Oh, mm, yeah. That'll do it. Which is basically like, what if vodka was gin flavored? <laughs> when you're allergic to gin, but you want it to taste like gin. Well, he's allergic to the, oh no, he's not allergic. He's allergic to the quinine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is the those. tonic water thing. I'm sorry, Wraith. I was bullying you for no reason. Uh, no, I love, I love Wraith. He's a fucking great guy. Uh, I think I told you guys at my wedding, the, at my wedding, the party favors were two ounce jars of black gold. That's rad. Uh, we, we, he made it for us. We were like, hey, how much, like, tell us what we owe you for it. We'll, we'll pay it. And he's like, here is cost and here is shipping cost. That's all you owe. And we we're like, you sure? We'll pay <laughs> you, like, fair price for it. And he's like, no. This is for my buddies. This is for your wedding. You pay exactly what it's worth. I will not take no for an answer. And I was like, and then every, literally everyone, including one of my friends, the professional chef was like, Sam, that was the fucking best seasoning I have ever had in my life. Yeah. And, uh, Garrett, if you want to... H-E-B sells a knockoff black gold, basically, if you want to buy it. Hmm, interesting. It's, uh, the black powder seasoning. Uh, we'll have to check it's, that out. It's called, I think it's called black gunpowder, actually. I want everyone to know that in a, another this is server that I'm in, somebody just referred to swans as geese with white privilege. <laughs> I can see it, yeah. I can see it. They're fucking birds, man. <laughs> um, Swans will hiss at you just as much as geese will. They will. In uh, yeah. That was no, random. Uh, that's <laughs> fine. We're just kind of we're just kind of talking. There's not like it's it's the end, guys. It's not the time pressure of having to do a boss fight this time. So yeah, no, we don't have to fit a fight in. There's not even a fight. It's going to be all roleplay. And in it's fact, just Matthew's two hours of notes that he's prepared for you to eulogize the campaign. I am ceremonially <laughs> placing the DDB dice in the dice briefcase. Oh. Woo! I have left a slot in it just for them. Because. Wow. And it's right in the middle because that's how important DDB is, guys. And that's how... Symbolic it is at the end of this campaign. The D4. The D6. So many sneak attacks. So much, so much torture on you guys. And with that... So many random sporadic rogue levels. So many sporadic rogue levels. Okay, he put but, up his dice, he's defenseless, get him. <laughs> you forgot about my pocket dice! <laughs> Okay, you're the closest. You have to go get him. 
All right, we'll have ourselves a good old-fashioned gun duel, Garrett. Oh, God. You guys are in Texas. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, we're oh, in Texas. So, well, fun, fun fact about Texas, by the way. Uh, it is legal to engage in a duel with someone uh, as long as no severe bodily harm happens. Police cannot stop you if you agree to fight each other. So, like, <laughs> if you took airsoft pistols or whatever, it just, like... No problem. No, it's it's all. it's no weapons. It's like fists only. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you but just, yes, you, you can engage in fisticuffs with someone legally if you both agree to it ahead of time, and it's perfectly legal in police. And, and you do have no to get it signed up, by a, a city official, though. And, and if no mm. one ends up with grievous bodily harm, you, yes, exactly. It has to be signed. Yeah, you gotta oh get you goodness. gotta have third party authorization. Otherwise, See, you can just forge a signature, and that's a whole other can of worms. I'm like, I'd, build, if you had a witness who just like agreed to that, but no, honestly, you, you could I'd just like have a witness not. agree and also. Oh, they changed it. I thought well, they, I thought it had to be uh, a city as far as I'm stuff. aware, there currently at least there is no requirement that it be approved by anyone. But okay. yes, you want a witness because otherwise someone could say I didn't agree to this. Yeah. But yes, you are literally allowed to fisticuff with someone else uh, as long as neither of you causes the other serious bodily harm. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of wild, uh, Garrett, what are you drinking? Dr. Pepper. God damn, man. Stop getting hungover. Uh, I'm not even hungover. It's, it's just I, my body, feel, my body feels it has drank too much alcohol recently. <laughs> it has either been one week or it's 2024. You it's been one week, over. no time at all, or it has been, you know, four hours. <laughs> Look, if you want me to go drink straight vodka, I will go drink straight vodka. Yes, I don't need somebody to drink donate $100 and make him drink. The, the, the beer is gone. <laughs> there, there is only liquor in this house right now. I mean, I got a... Mixed well with Dr. Pepper. It does, I mean... I also may or may not have to give you a loaf of bread. That'd be okay. I mean, I'll take a loaf of bread. Um, be, and we might freeze it because uh, Passover uh, again, batch recording. Mm, yeah, Passover. We're Passover's coming Wednesday, and uh, no, no breads. No yeast. No yeast. Um, Alex, what are you drinking? I broke it out for episode one hundred, and I'm breaking it out again. It hasn't been that long, but it's time for Tewings because this is the end, my friends. Yeah, it may not have been long, but boy, is it just as impactful as episode one hundred. It's important, mm -hmm. so. Well, yeah, it's yeah. still episode 100, so. I mean, yeah, it's just episode 100. It's a part, part 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah. Declan, uh, Ian, what are you celebrating episode 100, part 12 with? I have more Black Simbuka. Just very Wouldn't nice. that be part 11? No, because 100 was part 1. 100, and yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the 101 is yeah. part 2. Black Simbuka. It's very nice. That sounds good. Um, Matthew. Terrify me. One last time. One last For time. all time's sake. Well, actually, it's really not that terrifying. I had to go with the classic <laughs> because, well, you know, you gotta go with the classic. Mountain it's Dew with new caffeine. Straight up Mountain Dew with straight up a lot of new caffeine. <laughs> yep. Like, I'm just railing new caffeine. <laughs> he's just, he's just injecting it, it straight into it. his veins. Nah, no, that, that, that would be that. <laughs> it's really pretty to... Yeah, you know, ask Matthew us just to hear a snort. He's, he does a lot of caffeine off his desk. <laughs> I mean, he would know. That's true. I would. Yeah. Uh, well, as always, we at DDB highly recommend you not take any un 
unsafe drugs and only take the recommended amounts. Yes. Do not OD on caffeine. Matthew is an aberration and should not be counted. Matthew has to get through a lot of storytelling. Matthew's 45 and has two kids. He he can have some hard drugs. He can have some new caffeine. I'm pretty sure that's not how that works, but okay. You know what? Why not? He's earned his his drugs. During during, uh, uh, Extra Life this year, you guys all went down and took a nap, and I didn't. I didn't take a nap. You didn't show up. Extra Life? I'm fucking with you, Garrett. Yeah, I was about to say, I had to dip out for a little bit. I was there. No, I know you were there. You dipped out for all of book six. Yeah, except the Oh, no, you dipped out for book five. Yeah. You were there for book six. I did the first two encounters of book five. I fell asleep. Extra Life was fun. Four, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, you. I mean, you are also been, you know. Growing another human being. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been running your onboard 3D printer nonstop. <laughs> We're so close. So I'm close. actually, I, frankly, surprised we didn't leave today, just in the middle of the I day. am very grateful that it oh, didn't Oh, don't happen. worry, Alex. There's still time. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yes, still you know what? That's right. Uh, Megan, what are you drinking? I have active labor for an hour before the hospital wants me to call them, so... That's, so we'll that's, that's true. Active That'll give me plenty of time here. to sober up before... Wait, what do you mean? You're, what do you mean? You clearly, uh, as everyone what knows, the the husband is supposed to be drunk off his ass while the baby is being delivered. Everyone knows that. Hopper is definitely going to. I don't want to be the guy who makes Megan drive <laughs> Me to the hospital. Drive to the hospital. <laughs> 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 the hospital. And Megan well, yeah. doesn't want you to be that guy. Either. But right now, she would have to. That's yeah. It is unsafe. Uh, Bro, just call an Uber. Make your Uber carry you while you're thinking. There we go. Fun. Megan, what are, you, what are you drinking, friend? <sighs> so, so uh, in celebration of the final episode, I have whiskey, but don't worry, it's non-alcoholic whiskey. But, does it uh, hold up? Yeah. yeah. How right. does it hold up, Megan? Yeah, is it good? It's, it's fine. It doesn't actually taste like whiskey, but... That's like the at least terrible as long as you yeah. don't dilute it by putting it on the rocks. Oh. Makes kind sense, of a though. bummer. Makes sense, though. I feel like most uh, non-alcoholic texture, alcoholic alternatives are like that. The text, like, the mouthfeel is right. Mm. And the way they achieve the burn is, like, with, like, capsaicin. Black pepper. Like, spicy yeah. pepper. Yeah, I was about to say, it's definitely oh. spicy shit. Yeah. yeah. It, which is weird because it's a different type of burn entirely. Yeah, it's a different heat. That's yeah, that's a burn, not a they heat. They somehow managed though to get it pretty freaking close. Mm. That's impressive. Like it hits like, at a different time, but it feels pretty right. That that reminds me of the punishment sake, which I drank. It was like I don't see what's so bad about the and then the pepper burn. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering what the punishment sake was. Is it it, it, it sake? tastes great. So okay, I thought I explained this to you guys before, but it it's a sake had. that Caden uh, made uh, on our honeymoon. We had a hot a Scotch bonnet infused sake that was like this whiskey, nice smooth whiskey burn. Yeah. That's, mm. That sounds lovely. Yeah. So Caden was like, "I'm going to recreate that." Uh, Scotch bonnets are very expensive to import to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like $20 a pepper mm-hmm. level of scene. So Kaden went, I'm not going to do that. And looked up flavor profiles. And you know what's very close in flavor profile to the Scotch Bonnet? Jalapeno. Mm. The habanero. Oh, habanero. Yeah. 
Yeah, Scott Bonnet is third very, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Caden took 15 habaneros, sliced them up, and infused them in sake for two weeks. Sounds perfect. 15 was it, too many. 15 <laughs> was uh, 14 too many. <laughs> That's what I was I, about to say. I, I do similar. Uh, and then like there was, in like, January of 2023, or February, January 23, uh, we got another uh, snowstorm in Austin that just shut everything down. Mm-hmm. And Tyler and Joe were staying with us, and Tyler's sinuses were super clogged from the weather and temperature. She was stuffed up and miserable, and then we went, all right, Tyler, take a shot of this. And we give her a shot, and I go, and she's like, oh, that hurts. And he goes, all right, now you stand over my sink. And Tyler just sat there. Every orifice on her face uh-huh. that could leak fluid uh-huh. had fluid coming out of it. <laughs> Crying, mucus dripping, saliva just everywhere. And, we, you know, we gave her a towel. That was like a solid five minutes. And then she wiped her face, blew her nose, and went, I'm free. <laughs> If you ever wanted to do it for real, I know like pepper plants aren't terribly hard to grow if you have space. You can just we it, it, it need to clear out our garden, and then we're gonna grow some peppers and tomatoes yeah, and stuff. Even even just in like a little pot, they don't get very big. So yeah, it's it's cheaper to buy. You could get a scotch bonnet pepper and then grow the rest forever. Yeah, basically. I uh yeah no like like I said it, it was like it, it tastes really good. To be honest, like I, it's a I, good taste. It's just unpleasant afterwards. Yeah, no, it, it was. It tasted really good, and then my throat was just on fire for yeah. the rest of the time, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what you why it's punishment." <laughs> Guys, you're done. Spire's yeah. out. Cleared. We finished. Yeah. Well, you guys we gonna, to... You, you got to do stuff now. Yeah. You got to report to a lot of people. Starting with the inevitables and the chaos ones. Proteans. Yeah. So. Those ones. You do know there's no stairs, so you will have to take the spire. That's it. That's easy to do now, though. If it works. If it, wor- if it works. You're going to try and see if it works? Yes. Okay, also, sorry, because I didn't miss the session. Like, what was the fucking thing that the Proteans even wanted down here? They wanted that buggy guy. They yeah. literally just wanted the bug guy? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, they, w- I think... they didn't really know what they wanted. But also, like, I think they all they more wanted, probably like, the want more, to control the, the spire. Control of the spire. The, the that uh, machine we found is very dangerous. Yeah. So nobody gets that, right? Well, except for us. Yeah, except for us. Well, they should all leave now that he's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we're we're forming a band with a roper we met. Just so you know, Magic. He plays the trumpet. No, he plays the piano because he's got like a hundred yeah. fingers. Yeah. He's a pretty, pretty chill guy. He's pretty Amazing. chill. But yeah, does the does the spider work? Uh, do you take the, the transport token and or a symbol? Yeah. I'm just yeah. thinking about um, when we uh, talked about what instruments our characters would play, and um, th- that's what we have to play in the band now. Oh yes, exactly. Mal's just playing the triangle. Fla- flaming bagpipes, baby. <laughs> flaming bag. So we got flaming bagpipes, a giant church pipe, church style pipe organ. Uh, Declan, you said place the trumpet. I did. Uh, Maldrick's on triangle. Uh, was Pelta the f- uh, lead singer? Was she on bass? I think or lead singer. Lead singer? Was, I, maybe drums. Really be, I could I really see Other percussion. percussionist. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember it's either singer or drums, or it was both. I don't she can back up that. vocals and drums. And then Gareth is the, <laughs> the front man. 
That's right. It's the front man. It's front man. And yeah. Yes. And he, he also jams out on a harmonica from time to time. Oh, yeah. The lead singer absolutely gets harmonica so Exactly. This is the weirdest bluegrass jet band ever. <laughs> I guess it's more of a ska band, actually. Kinda. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think we have the right mix for bluegrass. I was just thinking because harmonica and triangle, but yeah, no, There's this is no definitely violin. more of a ska setup. We don't have a fiddle. Yeah, so without a fiddle, you can't. We do have a church organ. Between uh, yeah. bagpipes, a church organ, and a trumpet, I feel like we're already <laughs> just going for be as loud that, as possible. That sounds like a ska band, really. <laughs> like, that's that's really band. <laughs> Declan, you do touch the spire, and it does work. So you guys watch Declan get sucked up into the spire. <laughs> yeah, I go to town. Oh, Typical great. Declan, always looking to get sucked off. Do you guys follow him? You do have more tokens in the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So as you guys go to the floor, 15th floor, it's empty. Guess they got the memo. Oh, great. Yes, I'm glad they didn't have to clean hauntingly empty. And you do see that uh, portals, the generators for them, are in fact shut down. Okay. As though... Some sort of planar effect happened that sent extra planar creatures back and shut down okay. dimensional transport within. I'm not sure we can salvage something useful from this. Um, sure. You can now harvest the gold wire. There's not electricity coursing through it. I'm not, uh, we're not I doing still that think we should just leave it because it's cool. It we, looks good. we could it pay cool someone if we really wanted, but I'm not getting that out. And as you step. walk... What? We don't need any more. Yeah, with how much gold? Yeah, you don't need to harvest like three grand of gold wiring. Ah. Yeah, we. I mean, we just made like... Absolutely. Oh boy, three grand. Yeah. I mean, those braces of armor plus seven Declan's got are worth like the GDP of a small nation. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's just how adventurers be. It's Those are one of the most expensive bracers. Oh no, they're only 49,000 gold pieces. They're one of the most expensive bracers, but not nearly as expensive as the uh, like weapons we found. Uh, no. There was a, a, a one shot I ran and uh, I was doing character instructions and I was like, and, and Caden's character was like, all right, we need to recruit more people. Let's just look for the next person, next available person wearing the GDP of a small nation on them. Yeah, that's about right. She was a paladin of Abadar. It made sense to say. Like you could found a small nation after the, <laughs> of this amount of money. Yeah, you could. So just keep going up, I think. Right, guys? And as you go up, you do see that the similar devastation to what happened on the floor you're on. The ceiling collapsed, partially collapsed. The spire itself actually has shattered. And there are large shards of the spire that do function like more spire transport tokens on every floor as you traverse up. I feel like it's necessary to point out that Retha's spear is worth 165,008 gold. Good lord. <laughs> Your spear is worth more than the entirety of Fort Inevitable. Yes. Actually, well, let's find out Fort Inevitable's purchase limit real fast. Um, That's oh only how much they have liquid. Yeah, right. so the purchase limit in, in Fort Inevitable is actually 7,500. Because it's got a population of under 1,000. We've been auctioning stuff through the uh, Sam's Bertram, Club Bertram, for Bertram. a while. Yeah, for Bertram, Bertram, Bertram for a while. You guys That's, can sell it. In well, there's also the, uh, you know, there's Fantasy Sam's Club as well. Yeah. They're they a big box store. More. They can take the hits. Yeah. And then they funnel it into community projects to support uh, small businesses that can't afford to buy things like they do. Because they're Avatarans and they don't want to just ruin companies. They're not capitalist. Yeah. I just say one thing real quick while we're talking about the, all this money. 
going into yeah. the floor, going into uh, floor eleven or floor twelve, I had the lowest gold and now uh, gold value, and now I'm at six hundred thirty-six thousand one hundred forty, which is the highest treasure value. So in those couple floors, Earth just went. Well, you Whoa! fought a bunch of casters, we, and that's yeah, where we, it happened. Yeah, we happens. fought all the casters. That's right. And yeah. We're like, oh, cool, caster thing. <laughs> like, I just, I just... And, uh, <laughs> I mean, rather they get a plus six equivalent spear down there, so... That's true. Yeah. Yeah, as you progress upwards, you are overcome with the memories of each floor. Uh, Pelt, the floor nine is a bit of a blank spot for you. Same with floor eight. Yeah, I thought... But they filled you in. Yeah. Uh, as you ascend from order and chaos to the throne of Aslant through the pleasure gardens into the automation forge where the steward gives you a lovely cup of tea. Oh, great. I'm glad they're feeling well. Through the tomb of Yarix, up through the magma vault, Yak gives you a thumbs up with one of his three limbs as he continues macking on the spire uh, as he's holding more of the shattered shards in his remaining hands. It's very upsetting to watch. Well, also, fortunately, your stone-shaped floor did not shatter, and there are not lava pools down there anymore. Yeah, Although, we'll him, as we'll you step go. onto that floor, the lava, the, sh the floor feels very much cooler, as though the lava stopped existing. Well, whatever. Oh, did we check the portal to the abyss? Uh, it was it was shut down. Okay. Very the nice. Swirling. Also, the uh, the section on floor 15 that was if you keep falling, you'll end up with the maelstrom. You hit a solid floor in that one now. You dropped a rock and it didn't go through a bunch. So it looks like it shut off all the portals. Yeah, well that's, that's good. Interesting. Then that, ooh, we'll have to, uh, Osha Hazar will be much happier about that. Yeah, we'll have to figure out how to pipe water into that water. I do have now. good news though. The uh, bathrooms on floor 12 still work. Oh, oh amazing. God. Didn't they rely on spheres of annihilation? Thank the gods, yes. Yes. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, the and then you go up through floor nine, the spire axis, where you fought that bone devil, and there were the Morlocks who kneel before their champion Retha, the ones that were still alive, after she slaughtered their cha their champion. Through the circle of Viskthar, where you fought Jason Bullman's Jason bullshit, which is now officially ten percent of this podcast. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. 12 episodes or something like that? 11 episodes. 11? Oh. Yeah. Up through the Shrine of the Awakener, where Pelta nearly died on episode 50. Nearly. Didn't get me there. Through the Clockwork Maze, where you fought Clarkosh, and you can still smell the stench of pigeon feathers and pigeon ray. Pigeon poop, too. Lots of poop. He did poop on the machine a lot. It's impressive. It wasn't a pigeon for that long. It's impressive. <laughs> he had a rapid shot. He just took advantage of it. <laughs> rapid, rapid shot, multi-shot. He didn't have multi-shot yet. Not yet. Oh, he also couldn't use it because he has a gun. Yeah. Uh, through the drowned level, which, though the water is still present, and it's like the water that pooled is still there. It's the like stagnant water, It's stagnant. It's not running. Uh, you would yeah. need to have some sort of magical circulation to keep it from growing algae and garbage. Yeah, we'll have to pipe the water in. That'll be expensive. Or, uh, hear me out, you could just make another portal to the plate of water. Yeah. We could also do that. Up through God Home, where the Trog's just like, God Box, stop talking. Just, just, just put oh, it. Guess he doesn't oh, like it anymore. Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's sorry to hear how do that. We, how do we get food now? 
Um, well, we will pay you. We will pay you, and you can work in the bar, and we will cook for you. Do you hold out, like, a coin to show them what money is? No, like, no, we don't need do you... to introduce them to money. Oh, you're just going to pay them well, room and board? We'll, we'll just give we'll them food. Them. We'll teach we'll them to cook money. and give them food, yeah. And yeah. we will pay Reduce them money. The we will just... pay them money. We're not having slaves. Are we going to let them leave? <clears throat> Sure. sure. I mean, we're going to hold bro. them here, but yeah, yeah, you like, never that's... kept them here. They just don't leave. They don't. Right. They don't want to leave. That's different. They didn't want should, to leave because like, the God Box was here. But we should we should make sure they're equipped if they do choose to leave. Right. We should. Like I and feel like it's our moral duty to teach them about money. Right. I, I, I maybe upon maybe you. we can introduce them to the the, the Abadarns <laughs> who would be happy to teach them about money. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, really, it's just if they if they choose to leave, they have to be able to function in the Avatar and teaching them about money is just so. Let's say you earn five gold. What's At gold? the end of the year, I get to take two. <laughs> and on April fifth, I take money from you. <laughs> you gave us money. Yes, it's called taxes, and it's how we pay for the the world around us. God box. Yes, your god box. Godbox get paid? The no. Godbox does not work. Godbox does get paid. Pay Godbox! Yeah, I mean, we do what we can for them. Yeah. Yes, we don't want to just leave them, I guess. And then you go through the human-inhabited floors of the Splinter Den, where you fought all those rogues. All right. And as you keep rising through the cellars of the moon spiders and the spaghetti... The boiling vats of spaghetti, the fires keeping them boiling, have turned off. That is going to be a lot of moldy spaghetti. Oh, it smells really bad in here right now. It's cold oh, tomato sauce. Right. We'll get the uh, emeralds. You yes. do have yeah, access to the forge. Oh my goodness, the mold. Oh yeah, the automatons still work. Huh. Great. Curious. I mean, the steward was there. I guess the steward still worked, so... Yeah. We send out the Emerald Aristocrats as a cleaning crew. And last, but certainly not least, the tower ruins, already cleared out by Maldrick, and turned into the first floor of the Dungeon Dive Bar. All the goblins you killed three months, like three months ago, this all started. I, I'm still partial to Emerald Spire Super Bar as well. And at last, you return triumphant to Fort Inevitable. What do you guys want to do? Uh, Maldrick's gonna go get plastered. It's fucking... It, it's done, baby. Maldrick's at Kabooms. Retha goes to make a report to the Lady Commander. And I need to talk to the Lady Commander as well. Palsa's going to Kabooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah! Let's go! Well, I'll meet you guys there. He keeps trying to convince you to drink the uh, the cocktail that knocked him unconscious oh, for like God. four hours. Just, <laughs> oh what? Oh, wait, oh the Not brown first. juice. The yes, brown the brown juice. juice. <laughs> the the kaboobs here though makes you sign a waiver because they were told they had to. <laughs> Except it's just pictures because Gaboom's a goblin and goblins don't use words. Yeah, yeah, that, right? that was that was deemed acceptable since they are goblins. That, as long as they are it's properly illustrated. It's just yeah. a, like a skull and crossbones with uh, uh, like uh, on one of it. It just has a check mark and an X next to it. <laughs> and you have to circle it. Most people don't understand what it means and uh, then they can't sue Gaboom because they think he's just saying, shit's nasty in here. 
Yes or no? Look, it had a skull and crossbows. That's proper warning. Yeah, no, they, it's proper warning. It's certified by Avatar. <laughs> uses all the standard symbols developed by Osha Hazard. Yeah, it's got Osha Hazard's stamp of approval, but it's in picture form so that the goblins can use it. It's just a picture of someone walking under a ladder with a, a like the no sign around it. That's yeah. its official seal. <laughs> it's just a wizard neck pointing at a ladder and saying it's a no. Blue guy with book. Oh. Yeah, it's a blue guy with book. So you go there and uh, Gareth, what are you doing? Well, they're all at the bar. Well, Declan and Retha went to the the Fort Lady Commander's office. Pelta and Maljik went to the bar. Well, they're all gone. The room that we shared, the big that we stay. Aerith leaves a note. Also leaves a few things. Uh, actual items on the bed. And yeah, that's what they know for now. We'll come back to that when everyone returns home. Let's go to Declan and Retha at the Lady Commander's office. Come in. Hell night. Declan, good to see you. I assume you have a report. Yes, we uh, found the bottom. You, you what? We finished our exploration of the spider. And what did you find? Rutha will kind of pass over some of the notes she's taken. Um, as usual, she's kind of curated them. But basically it describes um, pretty and an inevitable war and how they all have disappeared now. The way that all the extraplanar portals seem to have shut off, the way the spire turned a sad dull green, and a little bit about what we know about Eluctuar's species. Huh? And stuff. And the orb gate. I, I want to leave that part out. Oh, the orb gate? Yeah. Well, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to talk about the orb gate. Well, we just need to talk about the, that it was the vault, vault keepers or vault builders or whatever. Vault builders and keepers, yeah. Yeah, we think it was a project by a vault keeper or whatever. Yeah. Who was trying yeah. to be a vault builder. Yeah, was... yeah. So, everything was the result of one creature trying to attain near deific power. Something like that, yes. Yeah, the usual. The usual. And the spire is shut down. It still is semi-functional, but I don't think it'll be a threat. Well, um... We've that... sort of set the uh, servants that seem to be tied to it, uh, automatons and such, on cleaning the place up. But... Well, um... Th that's... And you... S is your brother still set on turning it into a bar? Uh, yes, right. he's already done some of the work. Uh, well, he has an, an agreement with some elf who owns a vineyard. Yes, Carolyn. I've seen the documentation. In that case, one, the initial contract that you had is complete now. You are no longer contracted to explore the spire and as such no longer have right to explore and go within it. However, in light of your achievements and desires, I have amended the contract to say that as a reward for exploring the Spire in totality, you five are awarded the property rights to it and all land within three miles of the Spire 
to do with as you see fits in lieu of fiscal payment. I hope that will be sufficient payments, Hell Knight Valduk. That sounds acceptable to me. You guys know that that would be like billions of gold, probably. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, also, Dec- yeah, just like all of the like priceless arcane shit that's in there that Declan gets to play with now. Yeah. And Declan, why are you here? I need to talk to you about uh, re- uh, releasing some of the records and notes from our expedition for my uh, educational work. She pulls out the contract you signed and pulls out her big stamp. It's shaped like a bat. It's got, like, spiky yeah. wings to hold it by. Yeah. And she just stamps the document with approval. Perfect. Good for release. Thank you very much. I understand that the original seal order was, in fact, done by Orishan Haast. Uh-huh. Also known as actually the uh, intellect Actually, yeah. And since that entity was not a real Hell Knight... It had no authority to utter such a seal order. Yeah, I just figured it'd be better to. No, absolutely, you are doing yeah. the right thing by confirming with me because it was what you, as far as you knew, it was still under seal order. Uh, but I have unsealed all those records because there was zero reason to seal them. All right. And uh, as well, we have given a hearty contribution to Abernard Royce and his research uh, due to his previous exploration of the spire. Uh, and also, he has his new... He has said he's going to use it to build a, and I quote, new wizard hut. Yeah, sounds about right. Is the... And Hell Knight Valduk, this letter is also yours. And it has the wax seal of Lady Commander Ardur Drovas, and it has written on it... Uh, no, what the hell is the name of the... And it says, and it is addressed to, to Lichter Lashir Rimsane. Hand this to her, and you will be get, taken in, no questions asked. Using previous hosts, discretionary funds funded apparently by Aslanti Coin Trade. You have a full ride, Retha. I look forward to seeing you, future Lichter, and what you become. Future paralector, let's not get ahead of ourselves. She stands up to shake your hand. I shake her hand. <laughs> yeah. You are dismissed. I've seen your friends go into gabooms. Yeah, I'll go I'll go party with them. Um and then I have a I have just have a list of a couple other short and long term goals for myself. You have all the time in the world. Such as uh stitching my cloak of resistance to my cloak of the bat so that I can have both. Declan can do that. Yeah, yep. I can do that for you. Before I... And now we flash over to Gabooms. Maldrick, Pelta. What's happening in Gabooms? What indeed? I feel like Pelta doesn't start as hard as Maldrick goes. Maldrick's immediately like... in the brown stuff. Right. No. He doesn't want to pass out immediately. You gotta build up your tolerance. We have to go all night, you know? So you have to start with the uh, with the lighter... With the mixed strings. Now, Pelt, is this your first time in Gaboom's? Because I think only Maldrick's been in here before. Probably. I think. Feel Did like she's I go to the one in uh, at the Red Shield? You went to pick Maldrick up. You were at the tattoo parlor. Yeah, you went to the Gaboom's in Daggermark. 
Oh, that's right. And I dragged his ass back onto the cart to go back to Fort Inevitable. Because Blackout Drug Boundary got yeah. the tramp stamp in uh, his ass that says, do not, resus do not raise dead. Yep. That, that all sounds familiar. Uh, so yeah, Maldrick, you're probably very sloshed. Absolutely. Pelta, how you doing? Pelta's probably not quite that drunk, trying to see if the others will come still before she gets that drunk. And Retha and I aren't long behind you. That was a relatively brief conversation. Yeah, it was maybe right. like 30 minutes. Well, you had to walk down. across town. You yeah, know? I, it, like, it, it wasn't going to be hours is all. Yeah, it's maybe been yeah, like, yeah. you know, that'd probably take like 45 minutes tops for them to yeah. get there and back. I'm at least two drinks in them. They're strong. Like, you, you thought Maldrick was just being Maldrick about like their strength and like the cocktails. <laughs> then it's like, you take one sip and you're like, Ooh. oh God, it's it's like if someone handed you a cocktail and you were like, you were your baby's first drink and they handed <laughs> you a Long Island. Oh my. So like, they hit hard. Maybe only one in them, but <laughs> nursing it. You're a hearty. You can. Pelta's a hearty lass. Pelta's yeah. She can take her drink, hold her drink, but yeah. And uh, soon enough, Retha and Declan show up, but Gareth is not there. Where's your brother? He should be here. How did he finish? I don't know where he went. I figured he'd be with you guys. Didn't think he'd wanna. He wasn't with us. I don't think he wants to talk to the Hellites. No, I, I suppose not. When did anyone see him last? Um, it was before this drink. I don't think he came here. <laughs> Maldrake? She, like, shakes him. Uh, yes. Your brother. Red, did you see him? Look, if there's one thing I'm not, it's my brother's keeper. That's true. Maldrake's robot arm gives a thumbs down. <laughs> always gets like that when I drink. So sassy. And, uh, Pelta, you feel a tap on your shoulder? Oh? Hello? Kaboom is standing on the counter and goes, Drink! Drink juice! I'm drinking your juice. He hands you a new glass. It's purple and fizzing. What is... Is this new Marion? No! Juice! Kaboom, make itself! Okay. And he burps and some, and some black fluid dribbles out of the side of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm, pen ink, delicious. No, <laughs> is there pen ink in this? No. That kaboom's okay. drink. <laughs> that purple. Taste. There's purple in it. Is there purple ink? No, just purple. Okay. I detect magic. <laughs> Not magical. Alright. She drinks it. <laughs> However, there was LSD in it. <laughs> Pelta, you're tripping balls for the next four hours. Oof. Really, I should give you a fort save, but like, no, you're gonna no, get blackout no, drug anyway. You can't recommend already. drinking strange drinks given to you by a goblin that may or may not contain LSD. Or Pennick. At least really not from a goblin that likes to drink Pennick. Um, well, you look like you're having fun, but do you want one of us to go check on Gareth? I'm not I can go too worried. He can take care of himself. Check. Yeah, but like, it would be nice if we were all here. We have to celebrate. I'll go see if he's up for a party. In his room. Sounds good. And Retha, you head back to the Red Shield Tavern. To mm -hmm. your guy's penthouse suite. Is it, isn't it to uh, Juniper's? 
Juliver's Tavern. I'm trying to red shield. Yeah, Juliver's Tavern. That's right. Yeah. And uh, you go up to your penthouse suite. Juliver waves hi and says, "Hey, I'm making a pie. It's it's the rumor one Gareth likes. So uh, if you see him, let him know." I am looking for him myself, so I will do that. Okay. And you enter the room, and you do in fact see a note. Matthew, what is what did you leave? All right. Sitting on top of the note are several small items. Uh, there's a small leer, there's a decanter, a ring on a chain, and a wooden staff. The note says, In my dear assemblings, we stand amazed at what we managed to accomplish. Something that hasn't been able to be done literally thousands of years. Who would have thought that three siblings, a few close friends, going to be able to do such. As I think on it, I personally think that nobody else could have accomplished this. We're unique, not only in ability and such, more importantly, we were uniquely suited helping each other. I want you all to know that I love all of you. Aldrich, Rafa, the two of you have a special place in my heart. Now, the sad thing this place, all of it, mom and dad's house, no longer a place for me. I had hoped to be a part of the bar, but simply cannot stay here any longer. Listen, I would ask that you give my portion of the bar to Malgrit. After all, without him, I would even be making it a bar in the first place. Taking the time for the last few months Prepare a few things for each of you. I'll tell you your song. So inspiring. Now you have a lot of work ahead of you. So I had crafted for you this little Lear here. It's a Lear building. Maldrick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shanigans are afoot. Uh... My dearest brother. Oh boy, what would you be without, without your alcohol? So I spoke to a priest of King. And I worked some of our magics together, and you can't run this this one out. You can't throw this alcohol. Is that a real item? No, a decanter of endless water. It's a decanter of endless water, but and so, but, but when you use uh, King Kayleen, can you use magic? It can use any create water thing yeah, to uh, turn it into alcohol instead. And so you have uh, to buy it off of the cave night. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I was, I was like, it's, is he, it's, the canter is like, it's not a drinking horn of bottomless valor. No, it's not. The canter. <laughs> no, it's like, so much worse. It's so, so much worse. <laughs> so much worse and so much better. That's it's so much more thing. appropriate for using for serving people and not just chugging. <laughs> but it doesn't give you a large person in heroism, so. Anyway, keep going. My brother, my brother in magic. So many things I'd like to say to you. And so I left you the staff. The staff won't tell you where I am. It will let you speak to me. The staff of telepathy. And finally, Rafa! This inspiration. I don't know if you know how proud I am of you. Even though we still don't see things the same way, and to be told, we probably never will. I have been constantly amazed that ring, ring I left for you, 
tell you, keep you and I always close. Always know. Now I always know how you are doing. You'll always know how I am doing. And once, one time, and only one time, you can use it to find me. You need it. You and you alone will be able to use it to find me. I want to let you all know I've grown so much because of each and every one of you. Without you all, I don't know where I would be. Perhaps we shall see each other in the future. Perhaps not. I have many things I have yet to accomplish in this world. I can't do it here. Not in the fort. Love you all. And as Reth is reading this note, it is superimposed with an image of Gareth, his backpack with the butterfly sewn on it, walking down the dusty road out of Fort Inevitable towards Absalom. And as that image fades, as Retha finishes the note, what happens? She just sits there and reads it and rereads it and thinks back to uh, her conversations with Gareth and uh, just kind of picks up the ring and tucks it away and just says, I don't need to use this to find you. I know where you are. Knowing that Gareth isn't listening, but still just wanting to express the thought. After a good song of silence and thoughts, you hear a knock at the door. Jeremiah is standing there. Hey, kiddo. Just got back in town. How's it going? Retha is absolutely just a teary mess. <laughs> you, uh, you want to talk about it? Or you want to go get sloshed with your friends? I don't really want to do either of those things, no. <laughs> okay. What do you want, kiddo? It's your night after all. I don't know. I hate that. Just how life be. Well, I know you don't want to, I mean, you don't want to talk, but I'm hoping you'll listen a little bit. Life's just like that sometimes. You never know what you want until you either can't get it, or you lost it, or you don't ever find out what you really want until it's too late. But speaking from experience, sometimes you find out what you really want from that and it makes you stronger, and you learn more about yourself and what matters most. And seeing as you're in a emotion, soon to be in emotional pain right now, that takes a long time to fade, and it may never fade. But always know that you got friends and you got family who are here for you anytime you need them. And he gives you a hug, and there's a lot of grinding as your spike both of your spiky hell knight armors just clang <laughs> retha just kind of lets him lets him hug and eventually just kind of takes a deep breath and says the problem isn't that i don't know what matters to me the problem is that i just let him walk off down the road and i think he's gonna get himself killed You're talking about gareth yeah didn't even get his pie. Ooh, who made his favorite? Well, 
He couldn't have gotten far. <laughs> Why don't you go after him? <laughs> he couldn't have gotten far. A cleric who can plane shift. <laughs> Travel cleric is not. He could have gone far. I mean, oh, I guess you can teleport. So, like, you may have He's gone like, far. Do you have teleportation magic, Jeremiah? Uh... I got gate. I can gate. That may not help you. I don't know where he went. <laughs> you can pull him back with gate. Just. It's not. You know, that doesn't work with native outsiders. Okay, you plane shift. And then you gate, and then you punch it back. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you know where he's going. Go to him. Take your friends, go find him, bring him back, or cheer, support whatever he's doing, or whatever. It sounds like he matters a lot to you. I mean, he's your brother. I can't imagine he wouldn't. But even if he's going to go get himself killed, you should try and stop. Unless you're doing something stupid like trying to do a test of the Star Stone, in which case, boy howdy, he ain't got a chance in hell. <laughs> or heaven. See, that, or that the is the yard. problem. That is uh, what he's trying. Um, uh, well. I don't know, because when he first talked to me about this, he trusted me with it. I could go after him, I suppose. I could try to find some way to beat him there. But... He trusted me. Now I think it's my turn. I need to trust him. Jeremiah smiles. Um, he's off duty, so he's not wearing his mask. Uh, he smiles, puts his hand on your shoulder and goes, Then why are you crying? He's doing what he needs to do. I'm crying because it's still hard. Well, it's always gonna be hard. You never... I, I left home before. I had family that left me. You never really get over your family moving away or going on an adventure in another country or city or anything where you can't reach them. All you gotta do, like you said, is trust and have faith. And that's the hardest part, because you never know. You could be a thousand miles away, and you can do nothing to help them. And that hurts the most. Helplessness. There's no happy ending to what I'm saying, it's just preach from experience here. And the happy ending is, you live your life the best you can to make him happy, and he'll live his life the best he can, and make you happy. And Maldrick, too. He's living his best life always. Yeah, for some reason I'm a lot less worried about Maldrick. <laughs> you sure? I saw what he- I, I've seen what Gabooms has. Less <laughs> worried about the, the eventual drunk. Look, Gaboom, Gaboom might carry some nasty shit, but uh, Maldrick's arm isn't the only part of him made out of steel. <laughs> yeah. True. Also, like, Maldrick, like, literally is a very functional alcoholic. When he adventures, he's never drunk. Yeah. So, why don't you... I, I know it's fresh, but... Why don't you... Go back to the bar. Spend some time with your friends. 
and then the four you can decide what to do later. You have people that are your that are work with you. Let them be there too for you. You relied on them and the, the spire. Rely on them and the rest of your life too. Ain't nobody closer to you than your branch red party. So yeah, for now, um, I think it's probably just safest to leave everybody else's things that Gareth left them in the room. Yeah. And Rutha will go to bed, back to Kabooms. And you all get fucking hammered. Yup. Rutha, you walk in and Kabooms sees you, just like climbs up your spikes like a rock wall. Just like, (laughs) smell like meat. Kaboom got juice for you. And Kaboom like backflips off of you runs behind the bar, you hear a lot of clattering. He makes me some horrible goblin protein shake. And <laughs> yeah, and then he just like, you just see bottles flying, you hear what sounds like in a small explosion, and then he climbs on top of the counter with a viscous orange fluid. Drink! Gaboom special. <laughs> yeah, we just saw what happened. Everything he makes is a Gaboom special. Declan, you have passed out. You do not have the, the stomach to handle Gaboom's drink. You had one and you're down. I've been buff- I've been keeping myself up with spells all day. Yeah. Do I need to make a fortitude save or something? I... No, uh, you can, but then you just it's won't get It's not going to save me from Gaboom's special. <laughs> Eventually, you'll fail the save with the amount of cocktails you're going to have. You're partying. Yeah. Uh, Julifer walks in with a pie with like the pie cart. There's like meat pies and fruit pies and uh, <laughs> Juliver just sells all the pies he doesn't sell it as in at Kaboom's. <laughs> Juliver just comes and provides munchies for everyone. Uh yeah. this is literally what a what a pizza place next to my old game shop would do. Anyone who didn't pick up their pizza, they'd sell them in the store for five bucks a pie. Oh, that's you? so good. Brilliant. Yeah. You guys drink into the night. There's good food, good drinks. All of your friends in township, uh, Royce shows up, looks at Declan and goes, nope, and walks out. Uh, Carolyn shows up, hands Maldrick some more sampling of the wines. Kaboom goes, no, and then gives Maldrick another cocktail that's uh, blue. <laughs> this one is um, more like a pudding cup. Alcohol infused pudding, amazing. It's more like a, you, you take it, it's huge. Kaboom invented the jello shot just now. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, eventually, you all black out from co- alcohol. Oh, and- wait, wait, really quickly, Sam. Yep. I was going to say, Baldrick expects it to be liquid, like holds it up, and then it, like nothing's coming, and it just keeps holding it, and it slowly slides into you his mouth. It warps onto your mouth. You're like <laughs> choking a little bit because you weren't expecting all of it at once. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen someone who's never taken a jello shot before take a jello shot. It's hilarious because they just like, they don't slurp it like uh, like a uh, shot. They let it just slide down their throat. Um, and it's just disgust. Like they start gagging because, you know, just kind of just close their airway. Swallow jello. Yeah. Yep. So they like start like coughing it back up. They, they swallow jello that burns. Yeah. That was a very fun night to see one of my friends who doesn't really drink much try jello shot. Yeah, that is fun. Which is because he took the jello shots out of my fridge without telling me he was taking the jello shots because they weren't ready yet. So he had an unfinished curing jello shot. I, oh, I no. definitely prefer my alcohol and liquid form. 
Yeah, I bet you do. I don't know. Powder's fine. Powder? Powder? Powder. <laughs> Powdered alcohol. <laughs> I'd, I'd be shocked if Kaboom didn't also sell drugs. <laughs> oh, Kaboom. I mean, Kaboom made a cocktail with LSD. He has drugs. <laughs> Yeah, he's oh, an alchemist. Yeah. He doesn't knowingly. Dude, that's just drugs. that's just he the just... bar experience. You know how many times I've seen people buy coke at bars? Yes, a you lot. Told me about it. <laughs> I've been to college. I've seen what happens at college bars. Dude just walks in like wearing a gold chain. You see someone hand him money. Like it happens all the time. Yeah, and you're like, oh, like a yeah. You see someone hand Kaboom money. Kaboom just starts eating the coins. <laughs> I mean, as long as I, I filled up my end of that interaction. <laughs> and then he spits it into another vial and walks up to you, Magic goes, Yellow drink! Drink! And he looks at Pelta, Drink! Maldrick, half-conscious, be like, I, I would not try the yellow drink. Kaboom, he drinks it instead. Or for Kaboom. I'm not trusting anything yellow made by a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and How then... bold of you to assume goblin pee is yellow. <laughs> We don't know what goblins make. It's brown. Kaboom's probably is All right. <laughs> and then uh, morning comes and you all are absolutely hungover in Kaboom's bar. Uh -huh. Or maybe somehow you blackout drunk, stumbled your way back to the- Maybe Juliver put us put us on the pie card. Yeah, you put your eyes on the pies. pie card and reeled you back to your rooms. I am somewhere else with some drunken teleporting. Maldrick, you are uh, Sam's pants in the living room. Those pants are silk, man, that sucks. <laughs> Declan, you wake up wearing Maldrick's pants. Perfect. They have no nice pants. They're I'm too just big. Like, wait, wait. <laughs> what about the other implications of that? I'll never tell. <laughs> you just see Fitzgerald in the corner, just like, I know what you did. <laughs> Maldrick will never remember. So. Yeah. Uh, and Retha, you wake up in your bedroom. Uh, Pelta's also there because you shared a bedroom. Pelta, you are in a horrible hunger. Like, you've been hungover before. This is uh, a new one. What were those things Maldrick had? Uh, kindness, please. Kindness. <sighs> yeah, just like, seeing as how Retha is probably the most sober just by being the most responsible person left here. And also uh, the most fortuitous. Some alchemist kindness. <laughs> you just go into Maldrick's room and just it just says greatest. Uh, it's just a bottle of it. He just has a prescription of it, basically. <laughs> uh, he keeps a pitcher of it that he like pours into like like actual serving size bottles. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you you rather you make everyone some uh, alka seltzer, basically. The the main reason he keeps it a pitcher is so that he can mix it with other alcohol, or with actual <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> And after about 10 minutes, you all are no longer drunk and hungry. Pathfinder allows you to live out dangerous fantasies like actual hangover remedies that actually work. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the real one that just works is just drinking water, literally. Yeah. Yeah, water, something with electrolytes. And Before you go to bed is when and, you're uh, supposed to drink it. As you all wake up and are sobered up, Retha shares the note and the items. I'm not, not surprised. Can't believe he just left. He's a cleric of Desnuts. You expect him to stick around after the adventure is over? I don't think my friends will just leave us. It would have been polite of him, but I understand if he didn't want to make leaving harder. Maldrick uh, is gonna ring Juliver and uh, ask him to deliver Bloody Marys. Oh yeah, can we get some mimosas uh, <laughs> <posters> as well? <laughs> uh, Juliver walks in and uh, he's got a little drink cart. 
it's halfling sized. Uh, but you see it's attached to a full-size cart that he's pulling via the small halfling-size cart. So here you go. Oh, good. There's alcohol. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Helta, I actually made you a little treat. You guys are staying here, so I made a special order. This one is a hot toddy made using Numerian fire water. Numerian oh. No. <laughs> It's not, not the fluid, right? <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is some kind of whiskey. I tasted it to check. Yeah, you'd probably have yeah. trace amounts of Numerian fluid in it for but marketing. Everything does. Yeah, like, for marketing. To get it. away from it. Yeah. Just, yes. Uh, so there's a hot toddy for Pelta. There's a mimosa for Declan. A Bloody Mary for Maldrick. I'm having a Bloody Mary as well. Yeah. It's, a, it's a double it's a double strength bloody mary by the way from Aldrin. It's fine. Okay, obviously. And um a glass of red for Retha. <laughs> Starting the morning with wine. <laughs> Classy. And then what Look, when the water is poisoned, you drink alcohol. The water's not poisoned anymore. The water Are was poisoned? Sure? Oh yeah, the water was poisoned. Yeah, you were there. You helped. I did help. It's been I was there at your party. I'm sorry. I'm also very tired. You were there last night. I don't remember. Pelta, we played a drinking game together. It's Gulliver dancing on a table with a tie tied around his forehead. If you remember literally anything that happened last night, I think you beat all of us. Maldrick said, who wants to play strip poker and then just took his pants off? That and then. Declan, you went, oh, hell yeah, free pants, and put the pants on. Is that right? So there was no poker actually involved. <laughs> no, I think after he took the pants off, he proceeded to pass out, and Gabu <laughs> may or may not have tried to steal his arm, which fought him off. <laughs> there are benefits to having an arm that fights for itself. Did, the hand gives a thumbs up. Did you name the arm ever? I put Did I what? Did you name your arm? It's some sort of artifact, right? Does it have a name? No, I, I didn't name my arm. It's my arm. I want it fair and square. <laughs> Does it, like, it doesn't have its own identity at all? No, it's, uh, because the fact that it's, I believe we covered this, the, the whole reason it acts on its own is because it's partially possessed by a, the fucking Oni that wants me to become a god and in the world or whatever. And it gives a thumbs up. <laughs> is that what happens when Gareth becomes a god? I don't think Hopefully so. Hopefully not. It's a rather different method. Okay. One that might catastrophically backfire in 10,000 years, but uh, we'll see. I've warmed up to the whole possessed arm thing over time. I mean, really, uh, yes, the Oni did eat my original arm, but at the same time, I got this one, so it, it works out. I forgot. It seems quite functional. It works better than my original arm ever did, so. And then this one can store liquor in the thumb. It can. So you make the drinky drinky and you can actually just... Well, it just look. It, it looks like Maldrick sucking his thumb, but it's really it's just like a straw in his thumb. <laughs> yeah, we had. It has been established that Maldrick's uh, thumb is hollow, and he keeps alcohol in it. Because who needs who needs wiring in a magic robot arm? Exactly. It's a magic arm. Exactly. It's a golem's arm, not a fucking robot arm. Yeah. And life moves on. Retha brings the note to her parents, and uh, the mo her mom just falls to her knees and starts crying. And Teshar just looks at both of you sternly and goes, "It'll be all right. He's a Valduk after all. Erasian Drake, mate. 
You're made of stone and stuff. It's okay, Gareth will just live a long, happy life until he tries to attempt the Star Stone and dies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't stop that. I mean, I can try to stop that, but like... The boy's gonna do what the boy's gonna do, no matter what. At least he's not going to be the guy who tried to cross the pit by jumping it with his horse. Hey, I, I, I promised Gareth I wouldn't tell our parents what he was trying to do. It's in his diary. I feel like they just read his diary that he that's in the house. <laughs> Russell definitely reads Gareth's diary. I like to think it's linked magically to like the one he kept at the end. So he would just write there and it just fills in as one at home as well. Wait. That was- those are still connected? Oh no. She gave him the diary as like a birthday gift without telling him it was enchanted so she has a copy oh, so she can read his diary. <laughs> wow! Oh, I feel like that counts as uh, a I, I, That adds up. Yeah, I now hate your mom. <laughs> we have like, long shit. since established that the mom is very uh, unhealthily obsessed with Gareth. Of prefers Gareth over all the other kids. All the other two. If all of you want to come in for some dinner, y'all, or some lunch, y'all look like shit. Yes, we partied a little hard last night. That's my girl! And he has made a, uh, Drake meat Donbury for everyone. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, with rice he cultivated himself. I know we're running a little long, but this is the epilogue. We're gonna go long. Pelta. Yeah. What does Pelta do now that the mission, that the campaign is done? What is what happens to Pelta in the next couple of years or so? After Retha gives everyone a heartfelt goodbye and goes to college, Hell Knight College. Hell Knight College. Pelta's kind of free, more or less. Like her mother was what's keeping her away, but she was still exiled from her tribe. She could maybe patch things over, but she doesn't want to. So she just goes. She works, she helps Modric with the bar, is mostly, she will serve and tell the story of her people and of the exploration, but yeah, mostly she just helps support the bar. The best promotional agent you could get. Yeah. <laughs> Someone with magical storytelling. Really good storytelling. Like, come, see where this happened, and you can, and she'll tell the story of, like, the epic fight that we had over that. Yeah, we should have a bunch of plaques all around. Get Declan to put, like, permanent illusions on things. So that, like, you can see how it was back in the day or whatever. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, back before the... Sp yeah, like, you can put on gog like glasses and see what how you guys explored it, basically. Oh, my gosh. Just, VR like, goggles, emerald, emerald glasses, like, uh... Yes. Like, uh, in Wizard of Oz. Yeah, you put on the emerald glasses and it's, like... Yes. This is what it was before. <laughs> it's an it's an alter, alternate reality bar. Yeah, it's an a, it's an AR. VR. Oh my go, gosh. Uh, yeah. Every, yeah. Every once a week and every month we have people come in and we just like hire goblins and LARP the whole entire spire. Nah. <laughs> yes. We, yeah. Yeah. We we hire not only hire trogs, but trogs do play us. Trogs like to play all the yeah, villains and then all the parties. <laughs> well, Pelt is the narrator overarching it. Yep, yeah, yep. it's like, Leslie, yeah, running the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pelta, one day as you're, uh, doing, you know, opening up the bar, setting up, like, sweeping, putting the stools out, you know, normal prep stuff. Modric is in <laughs> Modric his, is uh, what he calls the stock room, but really it's just got a bed set up where he crashes after he gets drunk while running the bar. He, can, he sleeps in the bugbear's room on the upper floor. Yeah, he, he sleeps in the only upper room. floor remaining. He just calls it the stock room. He specifically mixes uh, the drinks too large so he can exactly. sample part yeah. of it to make sure it's uh, right. Kids controller. 
you see uh, approaching some figures <laughs> riding horses. Hello? And as they come to a stop, a man in heavy furs dismounts and takes off his hood. And it's your father. Delta. Dad? What are you, what are you doing here? We heard about your bar. Yes. And we communed with the spirits and learned what happened to her. My mother. Yes. And after much reflection, I have decided to come and apologize for how I treated you. How we treated you. And we would like to drink at your bar and celebrate your achievements in proper ghost wolf fashion. With song and story and copious booze. <laughs> we certainly have copious booze. I treated you unfairly and we all treated you unfairly and you left and that was right of you to do. We are offering you a place in our tribe once more but after being in town and talking to them I've learned you have made your own tribe here and that fills me with love for you. I am proud. I appreciate that, Father. I don't intend to come back with you, but I would love to celebrate. Come in. Come in. There's like six other guys with him. Uh, they were people you knew as, as children that probably were like bullies to you as well. They were probably part of the new uh, hunting party. Mm -hmm. You go inside and you hear sits and talks to you and share stories and drink and like three hours later Maldrick wakes up at 2pm <laughs> well of course he fight, He runs a bar he gets yeah, to his best life which, and sleep all day hey now. Garrett what's up you're gonna have to tell me what Maldrick did to each floor now oh Jesus Christ as if I can even remember each floor <laughs> that's why I did hey that. we I'll had come plans kind of going you did have down, plans so. Obviously, the first floor, uh, we just restored, like, the, the yeah. green architecture everywhere. Made it really nice. Like, the main the main bar room in the center is, like, straight up just, like, a uh, a square of just, like, solid, like, green glass, like, uh, like bar. And then the second floor, I believe we said it was going to be uh, a wine bar because it had all the pastas and stuff. So it's more like an Italy-themed room. Yeah, it's like a dungeon. We, we definitely, like, done, uh, like, that was... We gave it a wine cellar theme, yeah. And then the third was a speakeasy, I thought. Because they're all the secret passageways. Yeah. Yeah, which are the VIP rooms, and each of them has a bouncer. <laughs> and then the fourth floor is just where the trogs live. There's nothing there. That's their home. That's their. That's the. That's the workers' rooms. That's the staff room. Yeah, yeah. We. Uh, I. I'd like to think we duplicated uh, the spire transport tokens for all the trogs, so they could easily get from floor to floor. The uh, water floor was a good tiki bar. Yeah, tiki bar and hot tubs. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, the yep. sixth floor was uh, full of traps. Uh, I think this one was going to be a maze. I thought it was going to be like a Chuck E. Cheese's sort of thing. 
love games and attractions. I love games and attractions, but they're all trap themed. Escape room. It, escape yes, room. escape room floor. Escape room. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. When you, it gets to the end. You get a if you if you manage to solve it in a certain amount of time, you get a free drink voucher. Yeah, we like replace like the uh, like spikes with like foam spikes and shit like that. <laughs> uh, the seventh floor, yeah. I think, was just another regular bar. Yeah. I thought Maybe. I thought it was Maybe just like more... see I don't remember like, the like nasty smelling stuff, stuff because it was full of like serpent folk that right like the pungent like cheeses and stuff right. you and like, we were like smelly this is gonna take a long time to clean <laughs> yeah. yeah but that was before we had people that could clean forever I say we make that one like a wine and cheese type bar yeah that's Galton themed yeah exactly Olive Garden the Warms. It's an uh, olive, olive garden. Yes, it's an olive garden. You turn secret. that floor into an olive garden. This one is a secret because you have to swim in. Yeah. Uh, this one This one could be like the cool area. Like the this VIP one is like lounge. no one knows that this is here. You have yeah. to like, this just like, yeah, you know, like those bars you have to like give a pass, secret passcode. <laughs> yeah, this is that place because otherwise you just go down the stairs to the next floor. You got to be in the know. Yeah, it takes... Yeah, you go straight yeah. to floor yeah. nine. Yeah, this is where the Morlocks right? are. This is works. Fight yeah. Club. Fight Club floor. <laughs> There's so much the here. Morlocks, you, the Morlocks just like dig out the rest of it and like make like a big arena and they do like WrestleMania in there. Yeah, this is the event space. This has all been cleared out, cored out, except for the spire, uh, which is in the middle of the arena, obviously, just to make things miserable. Yeah, I don't even think, like, we need a password. It's just, like, it's good enough that you have to actually fucking swim into it to get to it. <laughs> but that's floor A. Floor 9 is the, yeah. And then we're at floor 10, the Magma Vault. I believe you said you wanted to make this one a, make hot tubs in, like, an onsen, but, like, using the pumping water in. I was thinking more like a, like a sweat lodge sort of feel. That's what it was. It was a <laughs> sweat lodge. Sauna. The sauna rooms, yeah. Yeah. You know, after you and it's drink not nearly as magma-y anymore. It's still very warm in here. Yeah, what's what's a better idea than sweating out all the like yeah. moisture in your you body with alcohol? <laughs> this water is exactly. Bigger. Yeah. Yeah, like seventy percent of it's water. And then this is another one. It's just like don't go in here. We've got. Yeah, oh no, you were gonna use this them. as storage. This was your storage one because you had the cold rooms. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be your storeroom full of stuff. Oh, for the like no, protein the level. Yarics. No, this is the no. uh, Tomb of Yarix, the cultist. Level. Oh yeah. It's all yeah refrigerated and stuff. Yeah. This is a do not come to this level, please. <laughs> and then of course I'll floor twelve with yeah staff only floor. Then the automation forge. Uh, the steward uh, very cheerily tells people, "This is uh, maintenance. Do not enter." There's uh, like a path to the we stairs. We can't have so the tentacle a... yeet swimming pool. Yeah. Because <laughs> you do need this for maintenance. But yeah. it does mean you have a garbage dump on site. Yeah. Uh, it just breaks it down and turns it into the raw material to build new uh, centuries. And I just wanna, I just wanna zoom on this art again because it's so stupid. It's very fun. Uh, yes. Uh, the steward. This. Uh, this. And of course, there nothing needs to be said about changing the pleasure gardens. Oh yeah, that's great. No, I yeah, mean, you, the, the pleasure gardens. Make sure no, more succubi this, this don't be, get in. This could turn into like maybe a clean up the bathhouse a little. Pleasure, pleasure gardens. I was thinking of like making into like a cabaret. 
like straight up. Oh, yeah. Cabaret. Oh yeah, yeah, you got a stage. You can do strip. You can do like uh, burlesque uh, shows on the stage and yeah. stuff. Yeah. We I was straight up thinking... there, but we should probably keep access to the healing thing just as a like yeah. public good kind of. There should of. be like an, an actual like an actual like mud mud bath spa that we set up with the healing waters and like yes. this is. It's functional instead of just suck you by trying to uh. Trying to kill you and melt your bones. All, it's a cabaret, and all the servers are dressed as succubi and incubi. Yeah, it's a theme. <laughs> oh, that's it's so a, cute. It's a, that yes. is a fun thing. Yeah, it's a it's a pleasure garden. They're themed literally like monsters. the like succubus cafes they have in Japan. Yes, literally. Yeah, yeah, it's like a cat cafe but for succubi. No, like they do actually have like succubus oh, they, themed. Oh wow. Ones. Oh yeah, they do. There, dude, there, if you can think of a theme, there is a Japanese bar that That's does it, fair. or cafe I that say does that it. as though there isn't a fucking Kirby cafe I want to go to. <laughs> you can, no, they make a little cake and it's shaped like Kirby's car mode in uh, Forbidden Forgotten Lands. And you can eat, <laughs> and you can eat his car form. And like, they have tomato themed dishes because of the Maxi Table. Hello, we're talking about the Kirby cafe. That's why you burst in. It is very cute. Please leave. Thank you. Uh Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the last surprise appearance above Caden. <laughs> coming again. Uh, coming and then the throne of Aslan, Nur Athamon's. This is the museum floor for sure. Yeah. yeah. Or also like our personal areas. Yeah, this might actually be, yeah, like the, the throne room is probably like a private, like the labs or stuff are definitely. There's like parts we, we of it don't that need we've to turned give into a museum access. and other parts of it that are just off limits. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to give people access to the throne. Maldrick removed the throne and like they put it in an exhibit, and he attached an Easy Boy to the uh, to the fucking mechanical thing. <laughs> I mean, the throne is the spire, so you can't really remove it. Yeah. Oh, true, true. Fuck you, spire. Just kind of have then... to seal the whole thing off. Like they can circle around it, but can't get it. <laughs> and then floor fifteen, the order and chaos floor. Uh, I think this is this just... one was gonna be some like classy ballroom, right? Because the gold wires make it look yeah, the classy yeah. ballroom, yeah, yeah. and then like rowdy dive bar on the other half. There's like a this floor has a cover to get in. Yeah, yeah. This one, this is the floor you have to sign the waiver for. Yeah, mostly because there's a pit that drops you like a quarter mile down if you go in it. Yeah, exactly. Close the door. That's true. It is closed. And lastly, what the fuck are you doing on this floor? He like don't think we acknowledge this floor, do we? Oh, no, this uh, floor is really absolutely come down not... Here, yeah. This is uh, That's Declan's true. lab. That's yeah. true. No one can access this except... By the way, there's only uh, one just... key copy to get in here, so only Declan can access this floor, naturally. Because he has both yeah. the key, which is the token that reaches floor 16. Yeah, and I'm like, I'll, I'll make more for people if they want, but... Speaking of which, floor 16 is absolutely not a bar. There's no yeah. way to get in here except uh, Declan maybe made me and Pelta key copies. Not yeah. even a lot of space. There's not no. a lot of room. There's a bunch of dangerous artifacts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a lurk or a um uh, this a is roper just kind of hanging out. This is this is where we have band practices though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like we I feel like we figure out some way that the roper can like come like play music on the other floors too. Yeah. Declan, you managed to rig the Whisper Stone so that like you guys, he can play the organ into it and it just gets heard on each floor. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Just uh, jazz organ. What else you do? You just you just run a bar and have a good old time. Pretty much, yeah. No, Maldrick's got his dream job finally. 
Yeah, he doesn't need to adventure anymore. He's got his bar. He's very happy with what he has. Uh, and, like, he, he uh, throughout the course of the campaign, we set up a bunch of suppliers and shit. We got, like, a bunch of furniture. We refurbished every floor. It's like, he's pretty happy with just how things are. This was his dream. It is done. Yeah, and he just runs it with his buddy Pelta. Pretty and much, Declan. yeah. Indeed. And the Roper, which is kind of there. Yeah. And Declan's there him. sometimes. Yeah. Declan okay, sometimes out, comes up from floor 16. <laughs> I, I think I'm, like, I'm not there often anyways. Well, you're you're but doing I, wizard shit. I, I, mean, I, I, have to, if we need. I have to go back to finish my master's degree. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get your master's in archaeology. <laughs> yeah, so I go back to school. Ducklin and Bratha both go back to school. Uh, so what happens after uh, Declan finishes school? I think there's, for a while, he, like, comes back between, like, visiting and working at the bar and then just going off and, like, doing wild archaeology stuff. Like, I just wanted Would to... Declan like, join the gonna... Pathfinder Society? I think he'd probably subcontract out. I don't Declan know if he's, Declan has morals. Like... Of course he wouldn't. He'll, he'll do like he standards. He turns into an eccentric, like archaeologist hobbyist who just like hires people to do stuff with him. Indiana Jones, if he had no physical ability. Ah! Indi Indiana Jones, if he yeah couldn't actually fight and also could pay people to do with him. So Except Declan like, also has a gun. I do have a gun, and it's just like me and a bunch of it's me and a bunch of grad students wandering around Osirian. <laughs> I like. <laughs> oh I, I would like to think, by the way, that multiple times the Pathfinders have approached us about like starting a or like using like a floor as a like, lodge. Yeah, using a floor as a lodge, and every time we're just like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> get oh, out. Do you know how often your lodges get attacked? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, Malchik, one night you get a letter from the Black Rose Museum asking if they could have an exhibit and would like to borrow some stuff from the spire. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely not. <laughs> Their shit gets stolen more often than any other museum. <laughs> sure, we'll just lend out one of these spire seats. What could Yeah, they just want you to let they just want to have an exhibit on the spires. That's for a token, a spire seed. Yeah, what could go wrong? Sounds we'll good. make uh, we'll send them replicas. We're not yeah, sending yes. them anything real. No, yeah, fuck them. Send them a bunch of replicas. Yeah. You contract that to make the replicas. Oh, uh, what other what other callbacks? Are we, oh, um, also definitely Maldrick, Where is the technically Buick you stole? <laughs> oh, I mean it's parked right out front. Okay, I was gonna say we crash it through a wall. We're as, not like, part being of the subtle vibe. about it. Oh, no, uh, we're not subtle about anything. There's so during the course of the years, uh, more and more agents come to reclaim the technology. So Magic just has like a used car lot outside at this point. <laughs> yeah, there's like a like twenty used like there's a Buick. There's uh definitely definitely an actual Pathfinder car out there. Eventually, we have to like dig an underground garage <laughs> with the with the layer of building. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's just like, they just keep sending more agents and it's like Boneyard Sheriff Ray turns up to just be like the psychopop that just hangs out here what's up you fucking loser you die again you guys gotta fucking stop that it's annoying anyway I'm gonna shoot your soul now you can never reincarnate die yeah, and now now it's me driving around in a Syrian in like a Rolls Royce. <laughs> no, you've got an ATV. You're smarter. Than Land that. Rover. Like, yeah. You got like a Range Rover. <laughs> yes, yes. 
You're like, you, you every now and then you come back, it's like, oh, this one has four-wheel drive. Can I take it? Eventually, like, I don't know what that means, but sure. It's just, it's full of sand. Everything it could be. We just, yeah, no, we just have like an infinite number of cars for you because of the technically. A hundred cars, and then, yeah, just send a couple uh, emerald aristocrats to just like clean it up. And... Yeah, so Declan, yeah. you go off doing cool Indiana Jones shit, coming yeah. back, and. Nonsense. Coming, yeah, and uh, Retha, you also go to college. Yeah, I go to college, and I. Hopefully kick ass. <laughs> well, you are as strong as the lictor of several organisms. Stronger, stronger than several lictors. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Let, let's um, not beat around the bush. I think the highest officially printed Hell Knight is like 12. I think there's at least one who's higher there, than that. Some of them got updates in 2E where they're stronger yeah. now. Oh, right. Um, no, the centaur the centaur one is, uh, is like level 16, I think. Is this a centaur? Yeah. 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 Uh, I think it's from the Order of the Chain. Like Order their the paralictor is a, uh, or their master of well, one of their it's master the, of the blades. Yeah. It's the nail. She's in curse. Uh, She's cool. She is a centaur. Yep. Majorain Vox, Mistress of Blades, uh, and she's a fucking centaur. F oh no, her class is actually garbage. She's Fighter Three, Ranger Three, Hell Knight Two. No, oh, she's just a high CR centaur. Yeah, but look how fucking cool she is. That's I know we've talked arm. about her right just, before, but like, she just looks so fucking cool. Look I... how fucking cool that is. Yeah, like full barding. That's good. Yeah. That's but uh, anyways, good. yeah. So I mean, Rutha goes to Hell Knight College, uh, kicks ass, uh, takes names, and comes back to claim her spot as military leader or whatever it was. Um, and like as soon as she's on the council she she starts pushing through sorts of like uh economic propo proposals to uh um try and get fort inevitable set up as an exporter of drake meat and high quality corn um support a railroad to make all those exports possible um and one other proposal she makes is that um the townspeople get to vote whether they want to change the town's name back to echo of promise and allow the name Fort Inevitable to just apply to the Hell Knight outpost there. And that is met with a resounding vote of yes. So uh, Fort Inevitable is uh, now just what the Chancery was called, and the city is, town is now called Echo of Promise once again. Uh, and there you are met with some opposition, especially from the uh, bankers' guilds who are, you know, in charge of the town funding, which I imagine Reth just goes, I've got a lot of muscle and a lot of time. I feel like I feel like having a railroad is gonna make this so goddamn profitable all down the road that they uh, just don't care. But yeah, some of them are really short-sighted, but that's because they're short-lived races who just like don't see the appeal of uh, prepping for the future and making sure their descendants' lives are easier. And when we have fantasies and or when we have Sam's Club and uh, the Church of Avatar, when like really, who's gonna stand? Yeah, it's just like those same old, the rich old people who are like pro-slavery so that they can have cheap labor. The same old rich old people. And Retha's just like, Retha's just like, I'm going to outlive all of you, so have fun. <laughs> yeah, they're all a bunch of grumpy old men and women. Uh, Carolyn's also on the guilt, like at the meetings, just laughing with a glass of her wine. 
I thought Carolyn was a dude. Oh no, Carolyn is male. You're right. Uh, yes, Carolyn is male. My apologies. Sam, missed opportunity. Just make Carolyn trans now. She's living her best life. Just swap in the middle. Based. You know, nothing says like nothing says I can't do. It. Oh, that's also definitely a big attraction on floor fifteen is people just stepping on the red uh, racial and gender randomizer. <laughs> Forgot about that. Uh, once again, there's a the lot waiver. of waivers oh, for that yeah. one. Oh, that's yeah. Floor fifteen has a big waiver. Like one like human walks in, and, like one human man walks in and comes out as like an androgynous Gonzi. <laughs> It's like, hey, there's not an easy way to reverse this other than doing it again. Good luck. I mean, there is. It's uh, there. There is a, like there is a spell for that, and there's also a. Oh, oh is there? Okay. I mean, yeah. yeah you can just get polymorph back to normal. Yeah, you can get polymorph back. Um, there's also just the potion of transgender, which. Yeah. There is the potion of transgender. Not exactly she. Uh, uh, step on the sigil at your own risk. Uh, you have to pay for your own potion of transgender if you want to go. I, I meant more for the uh, the race part of it. Yeah, I know it's yeah. easy to reverse your uh, your uh, gender yeah. in Pathfinder. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. So technically, polymorph can be dispelled and stuff, but like the potion of transgender is also a polymorph effect, and it specifies that it can't be um, yeah. dispelled. So I feel like with our genius wizard, we could probably figure out a way to... Well, it, it, it functions like reincarnate, which you can reverse with a polymorph effect. Okay. And last, but definitely not least, Gareth. Let's talk, buddy. This is what we see. As we... Gareth, uh, we see the uh, uh, walking at first along the road down to Absalom, as he was saying. That didn't sit well with him. And a lot he had to do. He even left that in his note, and he wasn't going to go straight to the test. There's stories that come back all the way to Fort Inevitable about this small little logging town. Small little logging town that was under siege, and all of this suddenly, dinosaurs freed said town. The next thing we hear about is strange tales from uh, south and the shackles. Tales of sea monsters and tales of all kinds of things, but most of all, Rise of the Free Captains seems to be going quite well. More and more captain, more, uh, there seems to be some sort of funding behind uh, uh, certain captains down at the shackles. With Ford, and, and uh, the next thing we see is over uh, in Cheliacs for for a short period of very short period of time. Uh, there is a uh, a uh, rising up, revolting of uh, a, a, a small revolts start to break out once again, well funded in ways that they shouldn't have been, and there's just someone someone is obviously behind all this. Next thing we see, flash forward again. We see awesomer wings on the back of Gareth as he flies out towards the stars, uh, going from place to place. We see him sitting on a throne, a demiplane, uh, where he just sits there, holding something in his hands, something very important to him, something he'd received from an old friend. He speaks to it. Well, old friend, I've been traveling. I've been trying to do what you and I talked about doing. 
I've been trying to free the different peoples. I've been trying to help. I can. I've talked to my ancestors. I've, I've done all these things. They're still not here. I was sure that I'd find the key, at least amongst the stars, bringing me back. But you're still gone. I don't understand it. I don't understand why. Why you're gone. But you aren't here with us. We look down. What we see, Scareth is holding a gun. Puts it back up into into a place in the plane. I can't do it yet. Still something I can try. Talking years later, Earth is now mid thirties. He traveled world the Galarian time and time again and far off worlds at this point. There's a large gathering at Absalom. All that wonderful, wonderful uh, press that everybody hears about. There's there's a huge there's a huge about it because it's something that hasn't been tried in a long time, let alone by someone that th thought could actually make it. Garrus there. You see him easily get across the pit. It flies well. <laughs> we see him easily cross the pit. <laughs> you see a, a, a variety of things. You see him reaching out to grasp a stone that fades to black. And then, as the years go by, and you all are doing your own thing, Retha bogged down with the responsibilities of leadership, Declan traversing the world, learning more about the secrets of the past. Maldrick, running a business, perhaps being one of the most responsible... Maldrick, being <laughs> like those guys you meet in college that party so fucking hard and then grow up to be like CFOs. Finance bro. <laughs> but still partying hard. But still partying hard. everyone like, that gets an MBA, isn't it? That's going to be finance bro ever. That yeah, but is the, the, the MBA dream, right? Yeah, but Maldrick has some standards and morals. Oof. <laughs> and isn't one of those guys who wore a suit to college every week. I was, say, I was about to say, like NBAs work. come with a uh, coke addiction, so Maldrick avoided that part. He's not a coke addiction And Pelta, her hair is starting to uh, turn a, just a little tiny twinge of a silver from years of stress from being Maldrick's uh, working partner ah. and having to do all sorts of business for the bar. But once a year, you all make sure to set aside a day where you all meet back up to catch up. You don't always get a chance to catch up, but you always make sure to meet up once a day. You all head down to floor 16 where there's just a single table with five chairs. And as you all take your seats and an automaton pours you your drinks, you all raise glasses and cheers as five cocktails clink and we zoom out on the end of the Emerald Spire and Dungeon Dive Bar. Thank you all for joining me on this adventure. We won't be seeing you next time. We'll be missing you. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, Bye. everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Thank you to all of our listeners and all of our patrons. And we will still see you at the bar on our Discord. In our Discord.
for the last time. If you haven't joined it by now, uh, what the fuck's wrong with you? This is the last time we'll be telling you. Yeah, yeah frankly, I'm not sure if the Discord's going to go. It's going to be around. The Discord will stick around. It'll be around. The Discord will stick around. The Patreon, probably not. I'm not going to take money for nothing. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at, at @bardungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash dungeondivebar, and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at linktr dot ee slash dungeon dive bar to hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind the scenes extras check out our patreon at patreon.com slash dungeon dive bar a very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons happy cyclops jacob mirror wolf 22 plus and bellandora thanks and see you at the bar